0: From NPM, the National Association of Pastoral Musicians. This is episode one twenty five of Ministry Monday. Ministry Monday is a weekly podcast about music, ministry, and liturgy produced by the National Association of Pastoral Musicians, or NPM. What is NPM? NPM is a national association that fosters the art of musical liturgy. The members of NPM serve the Catholic Church in the United States as musicians, clergy, liturgists, and other leaders of prayer. For more information, go to npm.org forward slash join. Have a question? Email us anytime at Ministry Monday at npm.org. Hello, and welcome to episode 125 of Ministry Monday. I'm your host, Amanda Bruce. Last week, I asked what embodies the environment of our worship? I started this discussion by exploring the physical and visual aspects that we can include into our worship space by talking to Pamela Hardiman, who is a liturgical fiber artist. And her words really affected me. We can make a deep impact in the prayerful nature of our spaces with subtle additions like beautifully made banners to highlight the liturgical seasons. But in today's world, I know that there are digital additions that can be made to a space to deepen the prayerful experience and, hopefully, participation of a liturgy. It might sound crazy, but it's true. Many churches across the U.S. use projection screens to enhance the environment of worship, primarily for its increased participation and awareness of the church space. But are projection screens right for everyone? And how would one even begin to implement this method of ministry? I started by calling my friend Craig Coulson to share some of his experiences. Now, Craig is the Director of Music and Liturgy at the Church of the Holy Apostles in Spring Grove, Illinois. Craig has used projection screens at his current church and at his former church, which was St. Francis Xavier Catholic community in Phoenix, Arizona. In fact, he sat down with us in his new church sanctuary to share and show how projection screens can, in fact, impact the environment of our worship. Craig, I just wanted to start and say, so of course you have experience using projection screens. So how, in your experience... Do you think projection impacts the environment of our worship?
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the best descriptions we had at the parish I used to be at in Phoenix, we had a visiting priest come and he gave one of the best descriptions that I, that I love. is he, he says, you know, I love coming to this parish because everybody's heads are out of their, you know, their, their chest and they're looking up. And they're singing he's like and i can hear the singing so much better when i come to this church so it's you know it's one thing we're all you know and the publishers will hate me for saying this but you know you're all looking down at a hymnal (laughs) and you're you're projecting your voice down um but when you're looking up you know everyone you'll be able to look at the people around you and to be able to participate you know um and and be able to see everything on the screen um, you know, provided some things that we'll talk about in a little bit are all in place properly. (laughs) Um, um, but you know, you're able to sing and, uh, and participate, you know, hands-free kind of thing. So it's been a great, I've seen it as a huge benefit.
0: And would you say too, especially right now in light of a time where a lot of us don't have hymnals in our pews because it's a shared surface, do you think projection could help with that during this time in our history?
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Where, you know, I mean, cause I've seen some churches, you know, a lot of places, as we know, just aren't singing at all, but you know, if people have masks on and they're doing that safely um, you know, you can't, you can't use a hymnal like you're saying. Um, so, I've seen some places where they said, well, we're only going to do common songs that everybody knows, you know, and, and, well, that's great. And people can participate, you know, obviously, as we know, as liturgists, as musicians, there's, you, you can only go so far with those common hymns and those kind of things. You know, there's, there's going to be something that you want to, you know, focus in on the vine and the branches this weekend, or, you know, whatever it, whatever it is. So um, to be able to use some of those other great songs, you know, the only way you can do it is to be able to project it if you're not going to have some kind of a worship aid or, or a hymnal. So especially with COVID and the pandemic, I mean, it's really the way to go um, to engage people.
0: Mm -hmm. So on that same thing, though, we've talked about music and projection. In your experience, has there been any other use for projection screens during a liturgy, after a liturgy, other than music?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the parish that I'm at here um, has has a um, a theme each week. So uh, along, you know, it's based off the gospel, obviously. But there's a group who gets together, and works on a theme. So last week our theme was change our hearts. And one of the things that I think is cool here that they do is they project they have an image each week and they purchase you know that image or they have a subscription or whatever it is but they'll they'll do an image and that'll be up on the screen as people enter into mass so they know immediately when they come in or online it's on the live stream it says change our hearts there's that picture we put it on the front of our bulletin, we put it on our website. So there's that congruent theme all together, you know, when you come into Mass and we're able to project it. Um, And then as well as like, you know, uh, the creed and and things like that, if you want to switch, obviously now we have the the option to do the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. And (laughs) no, that was what? 10 years ago, people are still confused. <laughs> so, um, you know, you can put those things up on there. Um, and one of the huge benefits that I notice, um, I've noticed is at funerals and weddings where, you know, you get a lot of people, you know, the priest comes out, the Lord be with you. And they're like, and also with your spirit, because, <laughs> you, you know, they're about to say, and also with you, but then they look up and it's just right there and with your spirit. And especially like the prayer, um, you know, prayer for communion, you know, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Like just little things like that as well, that it's huge because you can just put it in their face. And when it's on a worship aid, you know, um, I don't see as many people picking up the worship aids as I do um, people looking at the screens.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Right, because I this is a very non-liturgical term, but it's a little more in their face, if you will. I mean, yeah. In
1: their face, yeah. <laughs> that should be a liturgical term. I think we could call it.
0: In thy face. I think I'd have thy. So it's clear that you, you have a positive you know, experience with projection screens. But we all know that when you add something into ministry, there are often either setbacks or personnel that is needed that wasn't needed before. So have you seen any drawbacks or challenges with using projection screens?
1: Yeah, I mean, the challenge is you have to have someone to run it, number one, uh, maybe even step minus uh, step minus one would be someone to put the the, uh, the lyrics in. So, um, yeah. you know, one of the good things with CCLI and a lot of people I've noticed as I've gone around and talked about this, different workshops don't know this, but if anything CCLI, You can import into, there's a program called ProPresenter, and that's the program that I would recommend for people to use, not use PowerPoint and things like that. And there's a lot of reasons, and we probably don't have time to go into all those, Um, but just take my word on it. ProPresenter is amazing, um, but it incorporates CCLI song select into it. So you just register, you have ProPresenter, you purchase that program, you click on song select, you type in Amazing Grace or, you know, obviously there's not gonna be the wealth of Catholic music in there, but but a lot of them and OCP and World Library and those are putting more and more songs into, into CCLI. So you can get some of those lyrics and they just basically, you click it, you're like, yeah, that's the song I want, insert it and it makes all the slides for you. You can select, if you want them like in a bigger paragraph or just a one line kind of thing, color codes them like verses are blue, choruses are red, all those kind of things is all done for you. Um, So, Or if you know somebody like what I've done is just shared my library with people. So if they get ProPresenter, you can reach out to me if you want to be glad to share my library with you and and, uh, get them that way.
0: Cool. It's clear too that it requires liturgical prep, like you said, with the lyrics. It requires a person that wasn't there before. Um, how does one recruit for something like that? Is it different than recruiting for a canter or anything like that? Because they're really working with more technology than anything, right?
1: Yeah, and it's pretty simple. So there's, there's an app um, for ProPresenter. So, you know, you can, ha- you can run it from the computer. Uh, from, a, from an iMac or a, a laptop or anything like that, but you can also sync in. So if you have, you just have to have a simple router, not a router that goes to the internet, but a router that you just buy like a Netgear or an Apple router, a hundred bucks or so. You log your computer that you're using ProPresenter onto that router and you log your phone or your iPad into that same router. You download the app, it's like five bucks and you're able to run ProPresenter from an iPad or a phone so um, because I'm a drummer and I'm used to like multitasking I can actually do that myself where I can run that at the piano some people can't do that and that's fine (laughs) but um, you know it's a great way to get like high school teens involved things like that like you know Um, And they can sit with their families. So you don't have to like sit somewhere else in the church or, you know, you can, if you want, you can do it at the computer, but you can just have the iPad in the congregation and it's super simple. It's just basically you, you have a playlist of songs. You click, you know, the gathering song, all creatures of our God and King. And here come, you know, boxes of just seven or eight slides and you have them color coded or just in order and they just click each one. The thing you want to train people is to be like one word ahead. That's the other tricky part. So as we get to the second to last word, because I think, you know, people kind of tend to have a tendency to read a few words ahead. So, you know, all creatures of our God and King, lift up our voice and let us sing. So as we get to the word us, go to the next slide. And then you know people will be able to sing so as a musician that can get frustrating or a person who likes to sing and wants to sing in the pews because you're like waiting for the next word and it's not there (laughs) so um, the people here at this parish are super super trained because i noticed that right when i got here i was a little worried about it but they're like right on top of getting to the next one so Mm
0: -hmm. and i think too that reminds me a lot of using having someone as a page turner you know if you ever have a page turner for a concert or something like that they have to be used to turning in advance Uh, but but to the the normal congregant that's not as normal but to musicians like you said, it's, it's probably something you can get used to pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I haven't seen any, anybody that I know anyway use, but another thing, and especially with COVID going on, is in that same iPad or iPhone app, the password is usually defaulted to control. So when you type in the password, it's usually control, C-O-N-T-R-O-L. You can also type in observe into that iPad app. Mm-hmm. And someone can hold their own iPad, you just give them the, the Wi-Fi, you know, link to that um, router, and they can type in observe, and they can just watch the lyrics on their iPad or tablet as well. That's another feature. They can't change anything. But um, if people are, you know, uh, sight impaired, or, um, you know, they can, they can do that as well. So that's another option as well.
0: Wow, that's really cool. That also helps to diffuse anyone that complains if the uh, screen is too far away for them.
1: Exactly. And it, and if they don't feel like people are turning it fast enough, they'll be able to see them all right there. Oh,
0: yeah, that makes uh, sense.
1: And, and with ProPresenter, too, the other thing that it does, you know, for other applications, you can do videos. So let's say, um, you know, a father wants to show some slides in his homily or that kind of thing. You know, I saw a guy hold up a picture one time and, you know, nobody could see it. It was so small. Mm. But like in this first slide and you know if they want to show an image like our priest last sunday showed a quote from mother Teresa and something that we had on our facebook page that got a bunch of you know likes during the week and he shared it with everybody and we were able to put it up on the screen um you know videos for the bishop's appeal which you know i've been at some churches where they're like oh we got to bring in 100 tvs and put them all over the church you know and get them <laughs> working and just because it's the bishop's appeal video so you can just easily do that And you can also put mp3s in it as well. So if you want to just have some instrumental music on, maybe for a wake service or, you know, whatever that might be where you don't have a musician, um, you just load your iTunes. You can do it all within ProPresenter.
0: Nice. Nice. Very good. Uh, So one last thing about this too. Uh, So I don't know if you have any experience with this just yet but if someone were to be using lyric projection and they were live streaming is there anything there that we need to be aware of in terms of copyright licensing
1: Oh, as far as copyright licensing um well when you have the copyright licensing your um you have to pay a a mechanical license not i'm sorry not a mechanical license mechanical license to record the reprint license to be able to use the lyrics but then there's also a separate Um, live streaming license that you need to get. So you can reach out to one license or to CCLI. So they do have a live streaming license that you can get. It's just a little bit of an extra fee. Mm -hmm. Um, You can, there's a program called OBS, which probably more and more musicians have become more familiar with, but you can Mm -hmm. in OBS be able to put the lyrics into the live stream. Um, You can do what's called a lower third. So which would be like, you know, here you see a lot of people doing um, and there's, you know, people out there that know how to do that. Um, I'm not one of them, but I have a guy <laughs> who I know who who did it for me when I was in Phoenix, and um, you know, you're able to put the lyrics in and that kind of thing. But it's OBS, and it's a free. That's a free program. You just have to know some of the ins and outs of how to use that. But it is, um, it is doable. But the copyright is available as well.
0: Right. Okay. That's a good point too. And I think we'll honestly do another episode just on Ministry Monday for live streaming alone, because that right there has been a huge conversation that everyone is asking me for. So if you're listening to the podcast, stay tuned. That's coming. Um, So, okay. So one last question for you. So you've kind of addressed it a little bit, but I want to go like negative two. I know you went negative one with your steps, but negative two, someone wants to begin projecting, but they have no equipment. They might not even have the money fully yet. Where do they start?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, you have to make sure your space can, can handle a screen. So I've seen some, some really traditional um, type churches that have done it really well that have found, you know, found places to do it. So I would say the first place to start is to talk to a reputable sound video company and, and get a bid. Um, to start, to start there, because you know it's not something you want to just put up a screen and do it, you know, kind of, kind of wonky. Um, it just really depends a lot upon your space. Some places, it's you know, the last parish I was at, St. Francis Xavier in Phoenix, and Amanda, when we did those workshops, I think I showed some pictures of this, but the ceilings were so it was a cathedral-type church. The ceilings were so high, they said, man, there is no way we can hang a projector. In this place, but we found there's an Epson, E-P-S-O-N, Epson, the brand.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: a short throw projector. And what it stood was, um, was in a cart. You could stand it kind of a few feet from the projector and it threw straight up so um, the brightness isn't as good as one of the like the newer laser projectors and all those kind of things but it was sufficient um, and we had a lot of stained glass windows so a lot of light coming in the church but um, it worked well where we just had a little uh, stand kind of built like a case built with a top on it he popped the top up and it went right there so you know i would say the first thing you want to do is consult a, a video company um, and then you want to look at a good program Um, and, and again, I highly recommend pro presenter. And then some people are like, well, we can't afford all this in the iPads. Um, I actually did it here. We've already gotten three iPads donated just in the three weeks that I've been here. Um, just ask people for iPads. I'm telling you, this is like, this is like the gold, the gold thing. People are like, how do you get all these iPads? I'm like, just (laughs) Mass. mass. if you have an old iPad or if you're going to, you know, some people have one with a little crack in it, you know, and it's not that big a deal, or you might, spend $100 and get the screen fixed or something like that. But you know, literally, like I said, like I've been here, I've already gotten three iPads. Um, with ProPresenter, it doesn't matter really, as long as it's like a second generation and up, um, it works It works well to use that. So,
0: If anyone has any follow-up questions, um, is it okay if I give them your contact information in the show notes of this episode?
1: Of course, craig.colson at gmail.com.
0: Okay, fabulous. Okay, good. Well, this gave me a lot to think about, and you and I have presented on this topic many times. So thank you again for your time today. Thank you also, by the way, for those of you who are listening, and I don't know if you're getting this, but like Craig is brand new on his job and he was willing to sit down and talk with us. So thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise always.
1: My pleasure, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for asking.
0: After my conversation, Craig, I wanted to know more. And so I called Gabriel Wanus, Gabriel is the founder and CEO of Worship Now Publishing, a new Catholic publishing company with a mission to evangelize and help other parishes integrate modern worship music into their liturgies with an inspiring, engaging, and balanced approach. I knew that Worship Now was working on new technology initiatives, and I wanted to hear more from them. Thankfully, Gabriel took my call.
2: Hey, Amanda. Good morning. Uh, Great to be with you today.
0: Thanks so much for talking with me this morning on uh, what is actually our Saturday morning. So I'm having my coffee while we talk.
2: (laughs) Me as well. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So um, the topic today, Gabriel, is um, the environment of our worship. And Mm -hmm. the environment of our worship, I think, has changed so much in the last like six months or so. And so before we really get into the meat of environment. What have you been experiencing in your local parish in terms of environment, worship, liturgy? What's been going on?
2: Um, so what we've been experiencing is is probably what uh, most parishes have been experiencing as well is just a drop in numbers in general. Um, we've probably got maybe a quarter uh, to 40% maybe of parishioners um, that are regularly attending mass um which is sad just we're not um you know we're not it's the fullness of the body of christ hasn't been there um um as well it, it it has affected the music ministry and we um we haven't been able um been allowed to have you know the choir singing or the you know the, the music team um so the yeah so just the fullness the fullness of our faith and our experience at mass is has been greatly diminished, which, um, like I said, I'm sure most of, um, your listeners have been experiencing as well. Um, so we've, we've tried to maintain, uh, is, you know, is make, make the experiences is, um, you know, similar as possible to what people are used to. Um, but it, you know, it has, you know, we still do all the social distancing and, and, um, really we've, we've really relied upon, um, some of the, the the projection that we have in the church. Uh, we've relied upon that to get the lyrics um, to the people so they can worship since we're not allowed to have hymnals in the pews. Mm. Um, so yeah it's just been it's been a difficult experience um, as a music uh, minister and, and, and worship leader um, just trying to encourage people to sing when they may not want to sing. I know there's some parishes that um, you know can't sing right now or they're not supposed to be singing during mass so it's just a challenging time. And um, so that's kind of what, what, what I've seen at my local parish.
0: And I think, too, the challenge of singing versus not singing or not projecting fully, I do think changes the environment in which people worship because music music is so much of what we do, but it's also so much of what breathes life into the liturgy. And so I know yeah. it's been challenging to try and you know, cultivate that environment with music when you can't necessarily sing.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about the environment a little bit of our worship. What do you think embodies the environment of our worship, especially right now, where as we tape this, we're still currently under, like you said, a lot of physical distancing, a lot of limiting of resources. What do you think are some of the key points that really make the environment that we worship in?
2: Well, I think, uh, first of all, especially during this pandemic is making, making uh parishioners feel safe, you know, when they come, when they come to church and, 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 um, communicating, uh, you know, the social distancing measures, having sanitizer, um, around the church. I know we have that in, in the foyer and, um, just make, make sure people feel comfortable, uh, first of all, which, um, you know, helps create, um, just that comfort level as they come to mass um, so they can feel, you know, free to worship and and free to get engaged in the liturgy. Um, and so, um, you know, that's, that's one of the things. And then another thing is since we can't uh, right now, since, well, at least at least our parish, but um, I'm sure there's many others that we can't have uh, the full music team and choir um, to maybe use some instrumental, um, some instrumental pieces like we've been doing maybe before mass, just some quiet meditative, um, instrumental piano music, uh, before mass. And even at offertory, we've, we've kind of, um, pulled back the offertory song some and done uh, some instrumental music there to create, just create a little more prayerful environment, uh, to help people stay focused. I mean, there's so many distractions and concerns and anxieties of everything just to Ah, uh, try to calm people's souls so they can uh, worship, uh, worship the Lord in spirit and truth.
0: That's a very good idea to do an instrumental piece at the prep of gifts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, because I don't know about you, but mine has been shorter. The you know the moment of the prep of gifts. I don't know why, but. It yeah, also... ours, is,
2: ours is as well, Amanda. I think I think because they're not taking the collection, at least at Oh, Elfberry, yes. And they're waiting till they're they're offering. You know, the offering can be made after mass. Yes. Um. So that's probably part of it. Mm-hmm. And um. So we've just uh, rather than try to squeeze in, you know, two minutes of a of a of a hymn or song, um, we've opted some for the um the instrumental, which, I, actually, I, I've it really is working pretty well. And it's very meditative. And, you know, Mm -hmm. as we're entering into the Eucharistic celebration, um, you know, I just think it's, it's been uh, very, very helpful for us.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now let me ask you this too. Have you and your parish been live streaming anything at all?
2: Yes. So at the, at the, um, the onset of the pandemic um, we, we went out and it was, it was actually uh, difficult to find the equipment because every place was yes. sold out. Yes. everybody in the world's looking for this stuff uh, to stream. But we ended up finding a um, an excellent solution. I think it's called Sling Studio.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, but it's enabled us uh, to to easily stream the mass, and mm-hmm. so we stream it on our Facebook page, and um, that is we we've gotten just incredible feedback from that, especially from our older parishioners who you know are in the high risk age group and uh, they've still been able to you know to to watch mass online and uh, they've been very appreciative and um and the um the software we're using is very simple to run and i run it from an ipad um and it's um it's really helped out a lot so yes we are streaming we're streaming we have three masses on the weekend and then uh, we actually stream daily mass as well uh, for people who were um, used to coming to daily mass and wow. haven't been able to come, so yeah, we stream just about every mass. So as far you mentioned an app, we we do. Um, we've just released an app through Worship Now. It's called the Worship Now Pew Edition app. Um, that that really would um, that really would assist with um, worshiping from home or in the church. And it's got um, it's got traditional hymns, modern hymns, the readings. Um, and even a way to tithe uh, to your parish uh, built in. Wow. So um, yeah, so that's that's available on our website now, um, and I think there's there's a 30 day free trial if you want to test that out.
0: Cool, that's great. Yeah, I'll put that information in the show notes of the episode. So that's great. Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, so the last thing I wanted to talk about today, which really is kind of like the bulk of what we were originally focusing on, which is projection. So of course in a pre-COVID world, we, you know, we as a church, big C, we're using projection in our spaces. But like you mentioned, projection is very needed right now in a lot of cases because we cannot necessarily have hymnals in our hands as a, a shared, you know, item to right. touch. So let's say someone's listening and they have been toying with the idea of projection, but they honestly they don't know where to start. Like where, Gabriel, would someone start if they wanted to look into projection for their church?
2: I think, um, actually, I think our website would be a good place to start. We've, um, we've got uh, some projection, yeah, pr- projection software. Um, there's a couple of options uh, that you look at. Uh, ProPresenter is one of them. We have that on our website. Um, and PowerPoint would be another one. Um, so we've got kind of examples of what you would need. We've got the actual physical projectors, um, and we do have the slides um, uh, for for all the songs in the Worship Now hymnal. So our website might be a good a good place to start. And um, I just encourage you know parishes that are uh, that are open to this um, that it doesn't have to be. There are ways to minimize the tech. Technic- technological footprint in the church where we can, we can incorporate um, projection without taking away from the beauty of the sanctuary and the mass. So um, <clears throat> there's, there's new technology now, it's called a short throw projector. And basically the projector can be placed anywhere on the wall. Um, and it's about a foot to two feet. It'll come off the wall and then project a large image underneath. And so um, like at our parish, uh, we've incorporated these uh, short throw projectors and we don't even have to have a screen. So when they're turned off, there's no screen and we've actually painted the projector, the color of the wall. <gasps> so yeah, you don't even really notice it until they wow. come on and then all that's projected are the lyrics, you know, the words uh, to the music. And then the other thing it opens up is that you have freedom to communicate things to your parish? Um, you know, maybe there's some announcements or or, or other things of that nature. Um, another thing you can do, and, and we do this at at our parish, is is we put up a a prayer before Mass, uh, uh, before every Mass. Um, it's just a good way to remind people, um, a good way to encourage them to pray before we receive uh, the Word of the Lord and then you know His body and blood. Uh, just to you know, it's just a way to encourage them uh, to prepare their uh, their hearts uh, for worship. So, um, I highly recommend it. We've what we've seen at our parish is that before the pandemic, <clears throat> we did we did kind of a hybrid thing. We did the traditional hymns in the pew in the readings, and then we did the modern hymns on the wall. And now, of course, we're doing all of it right. on the wall. But I've noticed that um, that people's heads are up facing the sanctuary, and they're, they're, they're projecting better when they sing because they're, they're, their heads are lifted, you know, they're not looking in a book, and um, I don't know, it's, it's a beautiful experience, really, so um, um, I just encourage parishes to, um, you know, pray about it, consider it, um, it, it can really enhance <clears throat> the engagement um, of your people.
0: And you mentioned one more thing. I just want to circle back around on too. you mentioned that um, there are slides that exist for all of the hymns in worship now, but can you just explain to someone who doesn't have projection currently what that means when you say there are slides that exist?
2: Yes. Okay. So we've got, so right now we have slides for every song that you would find in the worship now hymnal. And when you, um, let's say you purchase a, a slide for a particular song, Um, you would have a computer set up with say the pro presenter software um, and the projectors and you would, you would um, import the slide into the software and then it's, it's formatted. um, It's, it's put, um, each slide has maybe a couple of um, you know, maybe, I don't know, two lines of the lyrics Mm -hmm. at a time, two or three lines. And so it's, it's already formatted um, to our custom arrangement So it, it, um, it is tied to the actual music uh, that a worship leader might be using, you know, to, to play the song. Mm-hmm. And so there's really, it's really a turnkey. Um, I, I know there's a lot of, um, at least for me, it takes a lot of work to prep all the slides mm-hmm. and to get, you know, get it formatted right to, um, you know, make sure that, that it's lining up with how you sing the song. And um, so we've kind of done all that work uh, uh, for you. Um, and so these slides yeah, you bring them in, and and they're just they're ready ready to go.
0: Okay. And do you need a separate person to run those slides?
2: Typically, yes. Okay. So what we've done, and that was one of my concerns uh, when we first integrated projection. But what we did was we um, we started a projection ministry, mm-hmm. and we uh, we have I don't know maybe a half a dozen or so people that have, that volunteer and they kind mm-hmm. of rotate through the masses. And we only project on, on the weekends, okay. um, but um, it's worked out really well. And it's actually, um, yeah, it's worked out really well. So um, that, that piece can be done. So don't let something like that uh, turn you away from it. Uh, there's, there's people out there that are, that are ready and willing um, to, to serve. Now, the other piece of this, Amanda, is the licensing for projections. So, yes, yes. Right. Now this, um, this can be complicated. Um, so if you use our slides, okay, they, they are covered. You don't have to get an additional license to project them, but um, you can only use them at mass. You, you can't use them to stream um, or anything else outside of mass. But but they do, when you purchase a slide, it is yours and you can use it at mass. You don't have to purchase another projection, you know, any kind of license. Right Now, if you, if you get lyrics, if you want to create the lyrics yourself or something like that or find them somewhere else, um, maybe even CCLI or something like, uh, you know, another resource, in that case, you would have to uh, purchase the annual uh, license. So... Um, just a you yeah, just a little bit of information there when you're when you're uh, looking at it on our website yeah. so everything's kind of turnkey
0: okay okay great yeah so yeah. so if they they were using the lyrics they would need they would need to stream they would need an additional copyright license essentially is what you're saying
2: Yes, yeah. so there's a yeah. streaming license mm-hmm. um, uh, specifically for streaming mm-hmm. and that is not something we can offer right now we are trying to to work on that. But, Mm -hmm. um, right now I I believe the only entity you can, you can get the streaming license is through CCLI. Okay. Okay.
0: Great. All right. Well, great. Is there anything else that you think our listeners should know about environment or anything at all?
2: I think really Amanda, just to reiterate, um, to, uh, for parishes that are used to using, um, hymnals and, and, um, missiles to just have an open mind, about the projection Mm -hmm. um, because it really can help engage and draw your people into worship and increase participation is what we've seen. And I would just encourage them to, you know, to pray about it and to uh, check out our website and, and kind of look at some of the options. One of the ones is I mentioned is the short throw projector Mm -hmm. because you can incorporate this without detracting from the beauty of the space at your church. There's a way there, there are ways now you can do it without screens and, you know, a giant projector um, where, where, when the lights, you know, I mean, when, when mass isn't happening, they just kind of disappear. And I think that's what we want. I think that's what we all want yeah um, to main t- maintain focus on on Jesus and maintain focus on on the altar when we're at mass and not have any distractions. So um, mm-hmm. you really can you can do that through projection. So I just encourage you to be open to it.
0: Well, I'll put all the links that we mentioned in the show notes of this episode, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Gabriel for taking some time on your Saturday morning to sit and talk with me about environment. And like you've said a couple times, just reminding us that even in the midst of a pandemic, the focus and the source and summit of what we do is the body of Christ. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time today. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Amanda. I am the bread of life. I am the hope in night. I am the door wide open. I am the shepherd's mind. I am the truth and light. I am the way and life. I am who I am, and I am for you. Come and follow me.
0: Thanks so much to Craig and Gabriel for their time for this episode. For more information on projection and technology, thanks to Worship Now along with a bonus video tour of Craig's Church, visit the show notes of this episode at ministrymonday.org. The recording of I Am the Bread of Life was produced by Oregon Catholic Press, and our theme music was produced by Aaron Schaus. Today's episode of Ministry Monday was produced by me, Amanda Bruce. That's it for today. With the Spirit's gifts, empowering us for the work of ministry, thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Monday.